Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, let's get ready to hang out with Lori and Brittany on this wonderful Friday afternoon. Okay, so, oh my gosh. What? Well, first of all, before I get to like this thing that really made me upset, I want to just uh, do a notable life. It was in the Star Tribune today, and uh, anyone who goes up, uh, you know, up through Cloquet to go on their way to Vermilion or Ely or Hibbing anywhere on the Iron Range, you've gone by Gordy's High Hat and. Uh, Gordon Lundquist, who founded Gordy's Hi-Hat with his wife, Marilyn, passed away at the good, long-lived years of, I think he was uh, 90, 93 years old. Wow. He died at his home in Sarasota, Florida, but for most of their lives, they, they, it was Gordy's Hi-Hat. And if you've never eaten there. I haven't. Have you eaten there, Grant? Oh Classic. yeah! Every time I go up there, up that way, you stop every single every time. time. Okay, so One what's the, the food to get there? Well, he okay. So the story was that Gordy and Marilyn started their first business with an A and W root beer burger place in Eveleth in the early fifties, following a trip to California to visit the first McDonald's, and then they opened another burger drive-in in Duluth on London Road in nineteen fifty-five. They were big risk takers and. He, they ended up opening the one on whatever that main, uh, whatever the freeway, the it's not really a freeway, but the road that goes through Cloquet. Um, I mean, it's been open for since 1960, okay. so it is an institution. They have uh, the burgers, the malts. The it's a hand formed yeah. burger. The burger is so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Onion rings that are really good. It's just the restaurant has appeared on uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives a couple times, and has food lovers come from all over the yeah. world. Because of course, anyone going up to the Boundary Waters, you're taken with the sign. It looks like something right out of the '60s. Yeah. So people really then they're just like these are amazing, and they come. You know, unless you say not to with chopped onions, pickles. I love that. You know, like an old-fashioned cheeseburger or whatever, yeah. but it's a ham. Anyway, so Yum. he was an ambassador of goodwill, and he was in the Navy in World War II, and he and his wife uh, were married uh, for 70, 71 years, and uh, she does survive him. Okay. Mm. His wife, Marilyn. So. And uh, was I wonder how often he'd be at the restaurant, though. Oh, he was there. Uh, it was his, not. I mean, he was there nearly every one of the restaurant's 61 seasons. Wow. This is like the first season that he wasn't. Even That's last a, year when, sounds, they, yeah. when they went to the car hop service because you couldn't go in the restaurant. Yeah. Anyway, Gordy's high hat. So Aww. tip of the hat to yes. Gordon Lundquist. All right, this made me so upset for uh. my girl Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> wow. Who um, yesterday she opened up on her Instagram stories saying she had made the mistake of reading 
comments while going through her recipes online. And that's kind of what she's pretty much as a foodie. Mm-hmm. We don't see her. We haven't really seen her act since Hot in Cleveland. But oh, that's she, a great show. That's yeah. a great show. But fun. she shows up on the Today Show and does a lot of cooking segments. And her Twitter handle on, you know, is Wolfie's mom. Uh, she was married to Eddie Van Halen. And they have the one child together. So we're just going to play a little of um, Valerie Bertinelli yesterday um, getting real with her Insta stories. Um, some recipes online because I'm doing a cooking demo later and um, I made the mistake of reading the comments. Someone, this is Moto, decided to point out that I need to lose weight. Because, see, I, I don't have a scale or I don't have clothes that I'm trying to put on every day and I don't have mirrors so I don't see what's become of me. So I needed that help to let me know that I need to lose weight. You're not being helpful. Because when you see somebody who has put some weight on, my first thought is that person is obviously going through some things. Because if I could lose the weight and keep it off, I would. Since I haven't been successful with that my whole entire life at 61, I'm still dealing with it. You think I'm not tired of it, lady? Yeah. yeah. Where's the compassion? You think a stupid little comment like you need to lose weight. Not helpful. Then she just kind of, you know, it just kind of shuts off. So today she um, took to her Instagram to thank her fans. She got an outpouring of support after she posted that. She said, thank you. There's uh, so much kindness out there. I certainly do not feel so alone anymore. It's the shame part that's really hard to get rid of for me. That stupid emotion that is absolutely useless. And then she said, well, it's time to me to get back to posting some delicious recipes and let's have a really great bleeping day today, you guys. So people, you know, came, you know, came towards her. And it is true. Whenever, whenever I see somebody that I haven't seen for a while and if they have gained weight, I always think that something, I always just think something rough is going on in their life, whether it's, you know, a health thing that's going on. I mean, who would... It, it's wild. It's, it's so wild to think that that comment comes, and it's probably from a nice person, right, yeah. that just wrote something insensitive. I had this happen to me, Oh, I'm sure this has happened to you, but a million times, where, I mean, uh, my talk is pretty unique place to work. Um, when I worked at KQ, I'd constantly have people say things about the way I looked constantly good bad you know all these things and it always blew my mind that this you know person would go out of their way like i'm a normal human and you're gonna say oh she looks this way she looks that it it it, the audacity of that but don't you think like when you see someone that you haven't seen and if they've gained weight don't you usually think that oh i wonder if everything's okay with them yeah i mean the thing is we just had a year of a uh, of anybody could rationalize having any extra weight on them no why would you say it where is that coming from it's not helpful and i love that people call people out 
What I used to do is when people would talk crap about me on a post is I would tag my mom in it. Oh, so they'd yeah. be like, oh, Brittany, you know, I like, oh, my gosh, your hair is out of control. You know, let's yeah. say something mundane. I'd tag it and go, mom, is it true? Does my hair look like this? And I'd tag her in that post. So all of a sudden my mom's like, I think you look nice. nice. And it just adds like a human element to yeah. it. Because I'm like, well, how dare? And I don't understand. I think people need more accountability on social media because social well, media. Well, Mrs. Moto, I bet, probably took down her Insta <laughs> account. Because she did name drop that, Mrs. Moto. Thank you. And how powerful for her, too, to feel like, you know what? I'm so sick of just reading these and having to take it. And she's like, I'm going to say something. Yeah. And look. And she was crying. And oh. I love Valerie Bertinelli. I've loved her since one day at a time. And she and Van Halen, I don't know if there was ever a couple who looked more alike on their wedding day. Yeah. They had the exact same hair <laughs> that's trust funny. me they did they were just and they were like the most wild couple you wouldn't you're like what how do these two work but they were so cute together that's really cute and um, she needed it she needed to do it and like the obviously and the she's world feeling supported better. her yes and good yeah. for, and we're such a different place than we were i mean that framing britney documentary really showcases where we used to be yes. when it came came to celebrities and like everyone's opinions on them. And mm-hmm. so it's cool to be in a, a spot of transition with. I think so. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I like that so. too. All right, listen, it's time for Brittany's Random Thoughts when we come back. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's Brittany. Which... I'm kind of resentful. What? Because Julia's out running around, living her best life, and she's in town. So her random thoughts are, you know, I'm just a little bit, I'm I'm a little jelly. You guys were out and about. She said she started going at five and she was bragging how excited she was. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love being here. I actually would appreciate if you guys left more because (laughs) it's my favorite place to be. That was a lie. Okay. Um, I know how you love this drama so much. I'm bringing it back to you. Which drama is that? Everyone knows cold served hot dogs uh, should be served day after as well. We got more drama with the petition to make hot dogs and buns come in equal packs. Don't you roll your eyes on at me, ma'am. I'm rolling my eyes because until it's the same per- place that's making both of those, it's never going to happen. This is just public squawking. So... <laughs> Heinz had to get on in on the drama. Oh, I saw this and this I was like, good. this is good. Like, this is all on Twitter. Yeah, this is all on all their social medias. Heinz was like, we care deeply about the drama of the eight buns, 10 hot dogs and the mismatch that is buying hot dogs and buns. Uh, so they were like, we need these people to see eye and eye. They've got like now, um, you know, a, a whole thing where Heinz hot dog packed and they have the shaking hands. They're making this part of their whole marketing spiel. And because of that, they've started a petition themselves. Oh, and I got to get it up to date. As of right now, they have 19,869 signatures and they have to get to 25,000. It's the Heinz Hot dog pack. This is on change.org. Um, and they are, I mean, even as I speak, they just went up about 50. So you're very welcome for keeping you up to date on this. I think if things change, I'll probably bust in next week while you guys are on air just to keep you absolutely okay up to second. Okay. 
Grant and I will be waiting with bated breath to see <laughs> what the next thing is that happens with this. You're welcome. You're so welcome, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now on to the other exciting news. Mm-hmm. There's these really cool hand-washing stations in Tokyo. They're not only for washing your hands. As you're washing your hands, there's this little slot on the side, about the size of a smartphone on its side. You put your little phone in this slot, and as you're washing your hands, the little phone disappears, and then you see a bunch of UV lights that it uses to cleanse your your cell phone completely. Yeah, you know, there was a study you should wash... You should wipe off your phone as much as you wipe and clean your hands. Really? That's how germy the cell phone is. I believe (laughs) it. More than a toilet. And now that everybody, you know, at least vaccinated are feeling pretty good about nothing is getting on their phone. But the phones are just dirty anyway. Yeah. Because you're picking up everything. But yeah, you're supposed to wash your phone the way you wash your hands. I believe it. I'm and I right now, but I love the elect I love the Japanese. God yeah. bless them. They're so inventive. It makes me want one so bad for my own everyday stuff because I am dis How much is that gonna cost? Never. I'm never gonna do it. I mean, yeah. I have a UV light for my gel nails. Can I just stick it in there? Yes. Ooh, good call, maybe. Why yeah. not? Zap yeah. it. <laughs> Zap it. Huh? Zap it. I don't know how that works. Right now, I'm skating on the thin ice of my cell phone because my power button broke off. Yeah. But I, I'm still able to use it. You don't want to get a new one, do you? I'm just putting it off. Because you don't want to deal with the upgrade, like the changes. That Why? I'm I'm um, not, I don't have one of those. Uh, no, you're Android. Android. So it's so much easier. Is it easier to, to get the new phone? Well, it is easier. It's not a hassle. Like a- Apple, like they, they punish you for being an Apple customer. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> I punish myself enough. They yeah. punish us in payment, that's for sure. They they punish, you know, the the they always you always have to get a different cord. Androids uh, you can use a a charge for an Android that you had 10 years ago. Yeah, mini USBs, multi, yeah, you're right. And then they change them all the time and then like even the most recent phone didn't even give you a charging cable. Yeah, no, it's a racket. Yeah. I just want to tell you, um, mm-hmm. just again, to keep you up to date, we are at 19,875 signatures for the Heinz hot oh, dog pack. I thought you were going to say that's how many tickets were sold to the Cat Video Festival. No, but I did buy my tickets yesterday, and I'm bringing my uh, stepbrother, so we're going to have nice. a blast. We're going to go right now. We got a couple think- listen. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
we could have gotten you a ticket. Yeah. No, yeah. I okay. Well, but you're you're all about the donation, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. saw where it's going. Yeah. Um. Okay. So here's something super interesting. I know that you guys have talked about this before. So Dua Lipa is being sued for putting a paparazzi photo of herself on Instagram. What? Uh, <laughs> Integral Images took a photo Good. of Dua Lipa uh, boarding some plane. And she went ahead and shared that with her fans via Instagram. So now they're seeking $150,000 in damages. Because that's what they would have gotten paid by a magazine or something. They're saying that since she's using her Instagram also as a marketing tool for her music, that that is how much she possibly gained if they would have had to, if she would have purchased it from them. Look at the reversal here. I like it. I kind of like it. They probably have a case because somebody else else won uh, another, somebody else used a paparazzi photo for something marketing related to their, I can't remember if it was, if it was music or whatever. And, and they, the paparazzi won. And that's it's so wild. Image. Yeah, it's you their, own the image. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're the subject, but right. you've got no legal foothold. Like that's so wild to me. It's probably being all that copyright. That's all getting established. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, hey. Do you think anyone's going to take my um, candy G-string photo? Well, and I filmed try and do it. Something with that? I, I mean, filmed you it. You own it. So you own uh, it. And technically, you you're letting me use did it. Did I though? Did I let you? No, you didn't. Here comes the here comes the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. There are some things that I've seen you wear that I wouldn't mind acquiring. So I think we can work something out. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Your feet are too small for me, though. I do want some of your shoes. <laughs> um, okay, uh, you're somebody who rolls around in style. Have you ever thought about acquiring uh, a fire truck? Um. No. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Well, if you were looking for one, there is one, a local fire department. No, not our local. I'm sorry. This is totally somewhere else uh, in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Hey. I'm reading this from a Pennsylvania newspaper. We're going to get right on this. Yeah, right. Um, this fire department is raffling off their old fire truck for only $100 per ticket. Oh, wow. So... You could win. They're saying that this truck is worth about $20,000, which I was kind of surprised at how cheap a fire truck is. Anyways, they don't make it anymore. They quit making it two years ago, and uh, somebody is going to get this fire truck. And they're going to be asked to be in parades from now until Until they don't own the truck anymore. That's why they'll end up selling it. (laughs) It's like having a truck when you have to move, but this is for parades. Part of the reason why we got rid of that pink Jeep, because it was in every parade Parade. in town. My dad was sick and tired of driving it. So Um, I'm not allowed to talk about what the shirts are. Oh, you're not? Do you know? I just asked. And let me tell you. 10 out of 10. Nice. Oh, good. I love cat video merch. Yes. I've never been. Oh, Every time I've been busy, um, and I, I'm, this is so up my alley. And yeah. so I'm very excited. Me and it's, my stepbrother are coming. It's fun. We're very excited. Bring a blanket for what, you know, if you want to lay out in the grass. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm going to bring all the things. Okay, so uh, it's New Music Friday, everybody. Oh. And as... We might have mentioned yesterday the big song everyone was waiting for was uh, BTS uh, featuring Ed Sheeran on their song, Permission to Dance. I watched the video. 
It is a catchy new single. It is such a good. It's it's a very. I thought it was a very up uplifting fun this new summer tune. But the m- music video is so fun, and it's really a happy go lucky track about the power of music. But I love their videos. It's excellent. But here's permission to dance by BTS. It's so good. It's so good. And the video, it's like desert vistas and small American Southwest towns. And the the guys just looks, it's just really fun. And we needed some bubblegummy pop. Yes. And that is it. So permission to dance. Butter is still sitting at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Just FYI. Um, Now this song, we talked about the Kid Kid Leroy. The Kid Leroy. We heard his song earlier in the hour. And I said he's got a new song. Um, and this is his collaboration with Justin Bieber. And if you don't know who the kid Leroy is, he's an Australian singer rapper who's been veering towards full blown stardom. His breakthrough single without you, which we played earlier, hit the top 10 of the hot 100 when Miley hopped on the remix, Mm -hmm. which is what we hear. So this is called stay by the kid Leroy. So, I mean, this landed, I will say this about this song, is that uh, it went straight to the top five today. I mean, BTS, their song, and then this one went straight to the top five after releasing. I like it. Um, I'm not as into it as I was with Without You. I liked Without You quite a bit, and I think I would have to listen to this a couple times to be in it, and Without You I liked right away. So I think think a couple listens to this, and I'd be into it. Okay, well, Billie Eilish... um, Strike three is what uh, my buddy Roger Freeman is writing about. He's calling it her bizarre new single. It's called NDA. He says it has flopped on arrival. Um, the video is so strange. The lyrics are about a boyfriend signing a non-disclosure uh, agreement. He writes, Billy's audience, reject- audience rejected the single the minute they heard it. This time there's electronic dance beats, lyrics. It's unintelligible. NDA hasn't gone beyond number 32 on iTunes, whereas the Kid Leroy and the BTS song went right into the top five. He writes, this is a bad omen for Billy's album coming out July 31st, happier than ever, because this is the third flop single in a row for her. And um, he also did some digging, and the promoters of New York's three-day Governor's Ball is surprised their Friday show, in which Billy is the headliner, has not sold out. But the Saturday show with Rocky, um, ASAP Rocky, yeah. and Jay Balvin is sold out. So he's just like wondering where what's is going what's on. going on. So let's listen to Billy Eilish. The song is called NDA. And so when I read, I was like, NDA, is that like as in a non-disclosure agreement? I'm like, okay. So anyway, there you go. It's wild. Okay, so she has always been a little experimental with yes, the music. Yes, very much so. And sometimes it's a hit, and sometimes it's a mess. I mean, she's the one who's like, I want to end you. Yeah. So it's like, we have to like kind of give her a little wiggle room, because sometimes it's a little more weird. Rogers is pointing out that she's had three singles in I the know. last six weeks, and not one of them has stuck. But that shocks me her concert's not sold out, because I would for sure Well, she's coming her. here next March. Yeah, I really want to go. Yeah. I don't have tickets. Yeah, and I don't know if they've gone on sale yet or not. I don't. I think they have. Yeah. But I got to double check. Okay, so here's another song. We got a Post Malone song. Uh, I hope we got a clean version of it. It's called Motley Crue.
So that's Post Malone. Sounds, you know, like like that might be. Yeah. You know, people will be jamming to that. Um, I saw a compilation of him just dancing to other people's music, and it was so endearing. Yeah, I, I love I loved yeah. him. Yeah, I loved him. very fun. Um, okay, so you got to listen, and you need a clean version if you want of that one, if you're worried about it. Uh, the uh, I don't know if it's Bia or if it's BIA featuring Nicki Minaj. You got to listen to this song on your own. It's called A Whole Lot of Money. <laughs> it's a whole lot of dirty words. Yeah. Uh, like through the whole yeah, song. That makes it's, sense. Yeah. So we can't even play that one. This is from Masked Wolf, and this is song is called Say So. Getting yeah, added to my list. That's Masked Wolf, and that's Say So. <clears throat> it's, it's just an upbeat, fun, yeah. fun song. Now, last but not least, and um, Holly posted the video for us because it is really quite something. We just had a, a tease of it the other day, and <clears throat> this is uh. J-Lo uh, singing with Rao Alejandro, who watched his Toto de T become a solo smash. He has a timely assist to J-Lo on her new bilingual new single called Cambio El Paso. And he has the high register, uh, you know, crooning spark in the back half yeah. of the song. But Cambia El Paso, this is J-Lo's song, the video is amazing and when we're done playing a little of the song i have the english translation Ooh, okay it goes like this okay. yeah i'm excited to hear what the words okay, are so good it's a it's a it's a good it's single fun. from j-lo so the lyrics tell the story and she told pitbull a few days ago she talked to him about you know the song is about change and not being afraid to take the next step but here is the english translation for the songs because the lyrics really tell the story she lives her life like a tango, but now she wants fire between her lips. He doesn't deserve to have her in his arms. Her life is better now without him. She knows that her hips don't fail her. She doesn't need anyone to be well. She doesn't fail. She doesn't fail. And that is that is J-Lo. She doesn't fail. Also, um, and well, when Alejandro sings, he's singing... She left him because no one leaves her. You're a jerk. Hey, hey. And then she got ready for it. Now was one when she let go. Okay. And then later you lied to her and it didn't work out. You broke the code. She forgot you. Yeah. This is all about A-Rod. Yes. And that is like amazing. Uh, Amazing. And she's doing the splits on the beach in a video. It's absolutely epic. I mean. Yes. This is her attitude post him. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, she left him because no one leaves her. I mean, yeah, I just love it. He, he was totally, I don't know if he ever actually got a chance to sleep around, but you know if he's messaging girls, something yeah. was up. And like, J-Lo's like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> my life is better now without you. Wait, she knows that her hips don't fail her. No, they don't. No, she's they... showing it when she's in the splits. I was like... Damn girls, J Lo doesn't fail. I gotta nothing, see this music video. Nothing sticks to her, including A Rod. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. That's Cambia. Thank El you. Paso. These were all nice great. Job. Uh, great. My favorite for sure is Say So. Me too. Say So, and yeah. then I love Permission to Dance. Permission to Dance is fun, but okay. Say So I'm playing as soon all as right. I get home. Listen, we'll be right back with Hollywood Speak, and we are going to, uh, she is, how do you say, culturally fluid? So. What are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? 
Well, J-Lo, thanks for telling us about everything we need to know in your new song. You've moved on from your relationship with A-Rod. The song's better now. Yeah, don't you like the song better now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so um, here is Hilaria Baldwin, Mm -hmm. um, the the mealy-mouth, uncultured uh, woman who came out as, you know, she was the one who... Basically, how do you say? How do you say cucumber? Cucumber, cucumber. <laughs> you know. And she's born and raised in Boston. Well, and she's got like a pack of children with um, Alec Baldwin, and got herself in all kinds of trouble last uh, winter when somebody did a little digging, and they're like, hey, "This Hilaria is not in any way, shape, or form, uh, you know, Spanish whatsoever." It so, uh, and I honestly I feel like I need to send her an edible arrangement because yeah. she helped me get through the pandemic. That was like two weeks of my life dedicated, and yeah. then, and then his rants. Oh Alec would have go on these Insta rants. It wasn't our fault that she presented as a span. She pretended <sighs> that she was a Spanish woman for over ten years. Yeah, yeah, and went on shows with her little accent. So now today, and she insisted that she had a right to do that because she traveled. To New York, America. Well, I lived in Japan for five years, and I do not present myself as Japanese. It'd be wild. It'd okay. be wild. We'd have to have some conversations. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, anyway, she didn't insta today. A big, long. Uh, she's at it again, and basically, you know, she talked about how hard it was growing up. This is so fluid and multicultural, but she wants everyone to know she's culturally fluid. Okay. So if you'd like to Hollywood speak that, how do you say full of clap? Yeah, right. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we are. I mean You're uh, full of clap, Hilaria. Uh to the broom, girl. Yeah. Now she's gonna you I'm culturally fluid. Well, who the hell isn't? Right. I what what do you if you're gonna say that? I mean, I don't know what her definition is. I mean, she starts out her um I mean What's I'm, a, I'm a fluid mutt who uh, does all kinds of things. How about that? Is that going to be something? But she said, um, um, I, you know, we, I talked for my family and we talked about how we grew up and all of our languages and our cultures, multi and very valid, blah, blah, blah. When you're a multi, it can feel hard to belong. Oh. You're a beautiful woman. Roll your eyes, everybody. Born in wealth. I think you're going to be okay. Mm. Um, here's the thing. What What's her move, Lori? Like, what should she have done after all this stuff? Is this disappear for a while or what? Well, she doesn't need to write this kind yeah. of cultural mm-hmm. psychobabble. Yeah. Okay? Nobody asked her. Nobody's asking about... Uh, nobody... You know, nobody really cared. It's, uh... How do you say we don't care? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And you know what? Um, We definitely don't need uh, Alec doing his late-night rants. I'm culturally fluid. My life has a right to be culturally fluid. It makes it worse. I hope that doesn't Papa Alec does not help. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh... Scarlett Johansson, in an interview with Fatherly, uh, mother-to-be Scarlett Johansson, talked about how she's hanging up her tight black suit and is moving on from playing Black Widow. 
she is done. And I will give you the exact thing she said. And I would like you to say, she said, I have no plans to return as Natasha. I feel really satisfied with this movie. It feels like a great way to go out for this chapter of my Marvel identity. Okay, so I think, honestly, a lot of those people want to be done at Endgame because it's really hindered their career and abilities to go do things. But she had to make this because this character needed its own show just on the basis of every male character got its own show. So I actually think she is done. I think she's ready to dedicate her life to other things. You do? Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You think she's ready? Well, I was wondering if uh, Stephen Dorff's comments about how she should be embarrassed about being in this trash had anything to do with this. (laughs) Doesn't help. I don't know if she gets maybe on her radar right now Stephen Dorff is on she, the old radar maybe she is really bored of making zillions of dollars in a Marvel movie I mean it's one of those things where you can only make so much it's been 10 right? years it's been so all those characters have played them so long and I think so many of them are done yeah she goes back to 2010 Iron Man 2 that's wild yeah so yeah I think I would I could understand how somebody would be ready for different roles. And and think of how much time those movies are to make because yeah. they're not like a month or two months. It's like years you yeah. put into those movies. I'm sure they're going to want to work with her again because if, if, if the reviews are right, this is going to be a huge hit, Black Widow. Yeah. I, and I, they're going to wave the money in front of her. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's just putting it out there. This is all a good negotiating technique. Yeah. I think the only way you get out of these ones, I don't even think, because you can still write around the death, you okay. know? Like, because I know that uh, Robert Downey Jr. wanted out, and, you know, spoiler alert for a movie that's very old, um, they killed off his character. So. And I feel, still think he could be talked into doing like a, you know, a prequel on right. top of a prequel. But I, I do think a lot of those actors want to be they done. They want to be out. Okay, yeah. Paul Verhoeven, who's, who's the director of Basic Instinct, oh, okay. has spoken up about the for the first time. He did an interview with Variety magazine. And for the, he was asked about, because Sharon Stone, in her memoir, The Beauty of Living Twice, she said she'd been reluctant to do the scene in which her character, Catherine, while she's being interrogated, that, you know, she did not know that Paul had planned for her to take off her un- underwear. And he told her that the her underwear, when she was crossing her legs, was catching a glare. And she said that the first time that she realized that people could see um, her vagina shot was the was first time she saw the screening. She never knew that. Here's what Paul Ver- Verhoeven said. He said, um, my memory is radically different from Sharon's memory. He said, uh, he said she was, her version is impossible. She knew exactly what we were doing. I told her it was based on a story of a woman that I knew when I was a student who did the crossing of her legs without panties regularly at parties. When my friend told her we could see her vagine, she said, of course, that's why I do it. Then Sharon and I decided to do a similar sequence in the movie. He's got a very strong memory of yeah. a thing of somebody who remember when Erica Girardi did that at a party? Yeah, and came then, to a party without her underwear, and then Dorit gave her underwear as a present and it to shame a her. Whole yeah, kerfuffle for yeah. a whole season. Well, and it was PK joking about it constantly. I actually, you know what? This is one of those cases. I do think that both people think they're telling the truth. Thank and it, you. Yeah, and how often does that happen? I mean, the fact that they both are standing so strong is that like. I, I 
So he told her this story once in passing. Yeah. She doesn't remember it. Yeah. They That's both, quite a party trick, you guys. I mean... I've never thought of that one. I would say I'm going to try it, but... No, we're not. I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm going to. I would have tried I'm going to have no. my husband try it. Yeah. He's got better legs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen. We'll be back. <laughs> He's got better legs. We'll be back. It's happy hour trivia. We're going to Elsie's.